The How Dare You podcast is brought to you by the Vegas Beer Guys and Tuity Fitness. Chance and Chu are washing their mouths out with soap because the How Dare You podcast contains explicit language. Hello and welcome to the How Dare You podcast. This is the New Year's Eve edition, a few days late. Chance here of the How Dare You Awards, joining me, of course, the lady with hidden rage with inside her, Lady Chu of Tua T Fitness. Hi, Chu. Hey, Chance. <laughs> <sighs> How was your rage this morning? Um, I didn't get super angry with these movies, but they are not good. Agreed. They are super duper, ultra mega not good. <laughs> no. Like, I would have rather spent my morning watching anything else. Now I got new conundrums for you. Excellent. <laughs> we'll have to wait a whole year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, today, Lady Chu and I are talking about New Year's Eve, a 2011 movie directed by Gary Marshall. I Chu? don't know who that is. God fucking damn it. Chu. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Gary him by name. Marshall. Gary fucking Marshall. Oh, well, when you say it like that, then yeah, I know. <laughs> I hate it when people are, are like that. What do you. Come on, you don't know. Like, you know, it's like. And then they just keep repeating the same thing. Like, none of that's adding up. Please stop doing that. I'm going to show you a picture just to see if. Like, the face even. What about that? Yeah, he's an actor. He does act as well. I Gary Marshall. Can't remember offhand where I've seen him. <laughs> Shocker. Well, Gary Marshall is a writer, producer, director, and actor. He is the brother of Penny Marshall. Oh, dear God. Who was in the movie. Yes. Who told the waitress lady to go get her a drink, which was rude yes. as fuck. It was rude. It was rude. It was meant to be funny. It was not. Yeah. But you know who Penny Marshall is? Yeah. Director of Big, director of A League of Their Own. Laverne. Yeah. From Laverne and Shirley. I didn't know she directed, but I knew oh, wow. that she was either Laverne or Shirley, and I couldn't remember which. Okay. One of the two. Well, Gary Marshall was a producer on that show, directed a few episodes, directed Happy Days to wrote episodes for both shows. He directed Pretty Woman. Got it. All right. Fucking fuck. Not only did he direct Pretty Woman, Chew, he directed The Flamingo Kid. I'm sure a movie you don't know, but I will mention because it's the first PG-13 movie ever made. However, it is not the first PG-13 movie ever released because it got put on a shelf for five weeks or five months and Red Dawn came out. Wow. Little history fucking trivia Knowledge for you. Dropping bombs. Whoa. Just file that one away forever. <laughs> in your knowledge bank of movies. I mean, I'll file it away, but I'm going to forget about it. Promise. No, oh, I don't think I don't know. <laughs> he directed Nothing in Common. He's directed Runaway Bride, Princess Diaries movies. He's directed terrible movies like Exit to Eden. Dear God. Do you know Beaches? Um, do I? Okay. Fuck me up with Beaches. Are you looking for the feels? 
just need to call your best friend and just tell her that she's the best and please don't die on me. Yeah. There you Spoiler go. alert. Somebody dies. Uh, <laughs> all right. Director of Beaches. <laughs> also, I saved this one for last. He directed Overboard. Fantastic. So he has a type of movie. Yeah, mostly good, but he may, he directs some shit, too. Because he also directed Mother's Day, which is a as well as Valentine's Day. It's like a triple feature of 4,000 actors Ugh. in a not-so-good movie. We just, I don't need so many movies where there's multiple storylines. I don't need that. <laughs> uh-uh. Stop. He also has one of my favorite lines in any movie ever. There's no way you've seen Soap Dish, have you? No. Correct. Uh, what a good movie. Man, is that a teachable moment? Hmm. I wish I could see a teachable moment that I've seen before. What? Well, that's the. That's then it not... wouldn't be teachable. It would just be a <laughs> what memorable are you talking moment. About? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have a moment. <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible idea. Anyway, he plays a soap dish is about like a behind the scenes movie taking place on a soap opera. And he's a producer for the show. And he says uh, to Robert Downey Jr., David, you move the show down here. Like not the not physically, but the characters. You move the show to Mexico. We have a big fake wave in the background and everybody's dying. That's two things I don't like, expensive and depressing. (laughs) You know what words I do like? Peppy and cheap. Peppy and cheap. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty good. Fucking great. So, Gary Marshall. Uh, This movie has 7% on Rotten Tomatoes. That feels right. Absolutely appropriate. (laughs) <laughs> I have no qualms with that at all. <laughs> I on didn't the nose. think you would. <laughs> <laughs> on and the nose. Had a budget of $56 million, an opening weekend of $13 million. In the USA, ooh, almost made its money back, $54.5 million. But in the world, $142 million. This movie made money, Chew. Uh, but, like, who is this movie for? Who are we I don't making know. this movie for? I don't know. This is the kind of movie you could have on in the background while you're doing the dishes. On mute. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I watch while I'm doing the dishes? The Office, because it's solid. And I've seen it 8,000 times. Yeah, but there's so many visual gags. You want to... I know everything. Yeah, but I'd be so running I'd be running from the kitchen to the television. Oh, I want to see this. I want to see this. I want to see this part. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's take care of some business. Uh, what do you want to do first? Let's do How Dare Yous. All right. This movie was, in fact, nominated for one How Dare You Award. You want to take a guess? Movie you least wanted to see. No, made too much money. Ugh. Remember, we're looking for That's like right. 10. Every once in a while, I'll go above the 10 million in a special case, like say Catwoman. Right. Fuck. I don't know. Most formulaic. Oh, yeah. Classic. Because at this time, this big, uh, you know, stick everybody you know. This movie follows the formula of putting dozens of stars into one movie with a very thin through line. Yeah, I just... This is going to go down as one of the questions of the universe is, why did anybody sign up to do this movie? Or movies like this? Who reads the script and was like, I fucking love it. Love it. Can't I don't think I don't think it. anybody would read the script and say I fucking love it, but I think somebody would read the script and 
Like, is rent due? Is that why we're doing this? Rent is <laughs> no, due. No, but I do think, I think that's part of it. I think it's, you know, you read the script, you realize how thin, every story is thinly, it's like butter, thinly, la- yeah. thinly laid out on a piece of bread. So you know you're only going to be there, what, four days, five days, a week it's to film money. max? And yeah, you can... You could show up and, as an actor, probably not have to work too hard. And you'll have a good time and you'll make some money. Plus, work with Gary Marshall. Nobody worked hard at all in this movie. Like, we have Oscar-worthy actors in here. Nobody needed to dip into that pot. Well, you have Robert De Niro giving his best I'm dying Robert De Niro. And it even feels a little weird. You're like, oh, that's real acting. Get out of here. (laughs) I would agree. That was good. Too good for the Same with Halle Berry. Yeah. Her acting was a little too good for this movie. Yeah, I felt like she was actually devastated that she couldn't be with her husband. Yeah. Yeah. I also am, I firmly believe Common died. That's what I think happened on his next I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, he's not coming home. She's yeah. like, no, you're coming home. And he's like, I hope so. Nope. Yeah. That's a kiss of death right there. He's he's dead. He's going to die. And that story's over. We don't see anything more for them. Oh, and I Hallie. thought, nope, he's dead. Bummer. I also think Zac Efron was giving Michelle Pfeiffer the business that night. Totally. <laughs> and you know what? Zac Efron got to kiss Michelle Pfeiffer. Good for him. That's yeah. awesome. And good for her. They could we have she deserved a better wig. It's not it's not okay that she got that wig. <laughs> Michelle, you should have said something. You're better than this. Oh goodness gracious. All right, so that's it though. On the how dare you's, it lost out to the change up on most formulaic. The body switching movie is back, but this time it's two buddies who like each other's lives better. I like this one, though. Jack and Jill got nominated. This formula is specific to Adam Sandler alone, in which he makes a movie that is utterly insane. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's good stuff. Also, this is probably what I started nominating uh, most formulaic. There's a movie called Unknown. Because for a good strong decade, the formula was any Liam Neeson action movie released in January or February. Oh, that's good. Like it started with Taken, which is a good movie. And he's had good ones within this, but it's a formula all to his own. Liam Neeson action movie, January or February. (laughs) Clockwork, you could count on it. That's solid. Yeah. All right. How about... Lady Chu, for the benefit of the audience, good luck in explaining this plot. Um. <coughs> uh, okay. You've got about a bazillion storylines. <laughs> and most people are kind of like connected to each other, you know, intermingled. We can't have this lines. segment being a half hour, just so you know. Oh, yeah. No, that's fine. <laughs> it, it won't be. Okay, you got a bazillion storylines. Everyone's pretty much intermingled. Um, and it's really just about starting new on the new year and looking back in the past and trying to have a second chance and happy endings for everybody. Go fuck yourself. Except De Niro, dead. Except De Niro, because he's dead. <laughs> His character, not him. Oh, God, yeah. that'd be horrible. His character. There you go. All right. And everybody congregates around Times Square because that's what you do. Ball drop. Ball drop. It's all taking place around the ball drop, kind of, sort of, for some of the stories, but not all of them. But ball drop. Yeah. There ball you go. drop. Oh, so exciting, you think? Yeah, it's not. <laughs> the movie is just about as exciting as my fucking plot description. Don't drive angry. 
This movie's dull. Yeah, but it's harmless. It's a harmless, dull movie. You know those memes where it's like, uh, oh, uh, you, and then the guy like you're supposed to be worried about, or like the guy that's going to steal your girl or whatever. Like, this is you. Not you, but mm-hmm. like in the meme, like no one's worried about this. This is no threat to anybody. Right. Zero threat. All right. Dull. Can't disagree there, but how much of a not threat, Lady Chu? Let's take care of our grievance business and our positive points. How many grievances do you have for New Year's Eve? It's mediocre. Again, like you said, it's not a threat. I got 29. That's pretty low. Okay. Yeah. I'm 34. Yeah. Eh, like if it's under 40... You're just sort of letting the, You're just the movie... There. It's just there. Because you could go 10 minutes without writing down a grievance. I think I did. And then you, and then you think back and you, and you go, you know, I didn't like that. <laughs> you like retroactively exactly. go back. You're like, that was kind of a waste it. of time. That was stupid. Yeah. Do you have positive points? I have one, but it's a positive point and a grievance. And it's when Michelle Pfeiffer uh, gets like harnessed up at the rocket stage and they uh-huh. just swing her body back and forth. And at first I was like, that's a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like a dead body at first. Cause she's just like slumped in the harness and then they just swing her back and forth. And I laughed out loud because it was so ridiculous. Uh, it's just a sad sack. She's just a, she's just a sad sack. A total that's sad all. sack. Not dead. Sad sack. Dead body. Uh, anyway, so positive point and grievance. Want to know how many I had? Zero. I had five. Wow. What were they? Well, I wrote down, De Niro does look near death. <laughs> good job. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't look good. He, he does look like he's dying. I loved, I laughed out loud, I think because it's self-deprecating. I laughed so hard out loud when Ryan Seacrest says, I need my hair to be up like the ball because the ball was stuck. Yeah. (laughs) That really made me laugh. Yeah. Uh, I liked when What's-Her-Name told uh, Ashton Kutcher that he grew half a beard. Because he did. Because he did. Yeah. I liked when Grandma slapped... She was trying to close that door nice and slow, and somebody tried to help her, and she's, stop that. (laughs) And then my favorite piece of physical comedy was a moment when Michelle Pfeiffer hands those tickets over to Zac Efron, and he's got two in each hand, and he puts each hand up and then fans out the two in each hand, and he says, ba ba swing. <laughs> I miss that. It was so bro funny. It was so stupid. Really tickled me. <laughs> I miss that. Like, it I remember like... him holding the tickets, but I don't remember him doing that. So it's ba ba swing. <laughs> and he fanned him out on swing. Oh, uh, bless him. Yeah. It was like the least potent superhero ever. Ba, ba, swing. <laughs> it was pretty good. Uh, I don't know. Perhaps we should take a break. Okay. We got through our business, at least. Amazing. I don't know how we're going to get through this movie. I don't know. Well, we'll try and figure that out when we come back. How about that? Okay. All right. Right after this. Can I ask you a question? Do you like beer? I like beer. It's required by law that you like beer when you're living in San Diego, California. But even I can get confused and dizzied by the amount of choices that you can see at your local beer store. What's a person to do? I'll tell you what you do. 
You'll watch the Vegas Beer Guys, a live show on Instagram and Facebook, and they will set you right as to what beers you should have in your life or should not have in your life. The Vegas Beer Guys are brought to you by Dan Aker, the beer professional, and Stephen Weiss, self-proclaimed beer novice. They'll drink beers for you and drink beers with you. Go ahead and check out their live shows, and they'll tell you which beers you should be having in your fridge. Everybody wants the perfect combination of molten hops in your life, and Dan Aker and Stephen Weiss are the perfect combination of fantastic and wonderful. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out on Instagram. Find them. You're going to watch their show and love their show. They give away free merch during their shows. So go ahead and check out the Vegas Beer Guys. What a great time. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Lady Chu and I are here discussing Gary Marshall's non-masterpiece, New Year's Eve, the 2011 film. (laughs) All right, Chu. I mean, you talked about this in your... Your description of the plot. How many stories are there? Seven? Oh, I was supposed to write them down, but yeah, I, at least... You got Hillary Swank yeah, seven and trying to get her ball. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, you, you've got Josh Duhamel trying to get to New York. You got Sarah, Sarah yeah. Jessica Parker and her daughter. Yep. Robert De Niro. De Niro. Seth Meyers and uh, the other couple at the... Yeah. Sarah Paulson. Yeah, the pregnant storyline. Jessica Biel. So they got the hospital. How many is that now? Five? We got uh, Bon Jovi. Yeah. And Catherine and Heigl. And Catherine Heigl. That's six, right? Are we done? Mm. Oh, Zach Efron and Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, yeah. That's seven. So seven stories. Nice. All right. Which story did you like the oh, best? Ashton Kutcher and... Oh, you're right. Uh, Michelle, what's her face? Yeah. Eight. There were too many people. So many. But those were like for the For me big... to even write down names. And her, it's Leah Michelle, not Michelle somebody. Yeah. I'm just saying. Samesies. <laughs> but you're right. Samesies. <laughs> All right. So seven. Correct? Yes. No, eight. What was the eighth? Ashton and Leah. I thought that made seven. Do we have to start at the beginning? Yeah, I counted eight as you were going. What? Yeah. We got... We'll just edit the second part out, I guess. <laughs> okay, wait. <laughs> we got so Hillary. we got Hillary Swank. Yep. De Niro. Yep. Josh. Josh DeMel. Yes. Yeah. Efron Jess- and... Ma- okay. <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker. What did you say? Right. And and Efron and yeah. Pfeiffer, Leah Michelle and Ashton Kutcher, and uh, Catherine Heigl and Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Oh wait, it is eight because the hospital, right? The... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, eight. Eight stories. Fuck. Okay, Chu. Which which story of the eight stories? we've now discovered did you like the best oh Ugh. um <laughs> i mean that's definitely a pick your poison situation it's not easy they're all just like not good i guess i'm going to go with like the most believable which is probably uh Maybe Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh. And her daughter, or Hillary Swank and Robert De Niro. Those seem like kind of plausible shit. Like Hillary Swank has to say goodbye to her dad. 
Uh, so she has this last nice moment with him. Hey, fucking, oh, how... you're huh? giving a, you know, spoiler alert, Chew. You should have. This whole thing's a spoiler alert. Because they make a big fucking thing out of making you think. Yeah, that she's going to meet up with Josh Demel. Do Hamill, right? I think it's Demel. I think the H is silent. I think you're silent. I... Try. We know that's uh, not true. Well, I was going to say I try to be, but that's not true. <laughs> that is not true. Um, yeah, Sarah Jessica Parker, like, wanting to spend a night with her kid, and her kid's, like, 15. She's like, Mom, I just want to fucking go out. And I... That's that's totally plausible. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, I think I like Michelle Pfeiffer with Zac Efron the most. I didn't hate them. I did like that was fun, but I they have did good not chemistry. It. They were fun together. I enjoyed that story. She should and... she should have put on her list of things to do is get a new fucking haircut. Yeah. Go to the salon. I liked Ugh. I liked the Hillary Swank trying to get the ball up story. I gotta tell you, it's a good scene, like her getting to De Niro and saying goodbye. But because this movie is this movie, you never find out the nature of why she wasn't gonna go in the first place. Yeah. What what was the problem between the two of them? And also. The characters, Hillary Swank's character seems like a better fit for Josh Duhamel than Sarah Jessica Parker. So I didn't like that fake out. Absolutely. I wanted them together. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It was upsetting. Upsetting. Yeah, I didn't believe that they would be together. But she was going through a divorce. When she told him, hey, you should come back to me in a year. Yeah. What story did you like the least? Ugh, that fucking elevator. Ugh. That's pretty gross. Snooze fest. Yeah. Boring. That was like a last, that was a Jenkins move. They were like, <laughs> we need eight. Somebody come up with an eight one. Eight's the magic number. And then Jenkins is like, I'm just stuck in an elevator. P.S. Eight's not the magic number. Seven's, of course, the magic number. <laughs> so get your shit together, New Year's Eve. <laughs> Jenkins, fucking shithead. Uh, <laughs> I mean, really, it, it's a half story. It was seven and a half stories. Yeah. Dumb. I didn't like that story. I didn't like the trying to make the money off your baby. Oh, no, that's my least favorite. The pregnant. No. Yeah. Uh. Gross. Stop. Why are you always touching your belly? Knock it off. <laughs> Easy. That's how they show they're pregnant, Chew. I can see you're pregnant. I'm not going to ask about it. Your belly button's sticking out. I know you're pregnant. <laughs> Stop touching. Make me uncomfortable. You need a place to rest their hands. I mean, honestly, like... I guess that makes sense because sometimes, like, if you just stand there and you're super duper pregnant, what are you supposed to do with your hands? Yeah. So, yeah, I that makes sense. I'm just, I'm All being right. an asshole. I, I agree. <laughs> Pregnancy makes me uncomfortable. Yes, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's clearly evident as it we started talking. It uncomfy. About the, <laughs> the pregnant couple. I don't like it. <laughs> Oh, shit. All right. So, what was your major preoccupation when this movie started? That it be over? That it be over. (laughs) Think about it, though. Because for me, when it started, I was... I was I was attentive to the point of rapture trying to decipher how long it will take until we've met everybody we're supposed to meet. It takes a long time. Oh, so long. Like a half hour, 20, 30 minutes, maybe? Well, that's maybe the not thing. That long. It's twenty-five at twenty-five minutes I wrote down met everyone, question mark. As a grievance, by the way. 
But then I also have notes at like an hour and 20 minutes. We're still meeting people. Yeah. At an hour and 20, I was like, we meet ah, Alyssa Milano, the over. nurse at one hour and 20 minutes. What the fuck? It's too long. At this point, I'm okay if there's holes. Just end it. I did write, once again, this is a similar theme for our last, all of our Christmas movies. At 45, with 45 minutes left, I wrote, 45 minutes left? How? (laughs) It really felt like it should be wrapping up by then. Oh, yeah. But people need time to grow. People need time to fall in love on New Year's Eve. Ugh, give me a break. And I was very upset. I get that there's eight storylines they're trying to get through, but I was very upset that this is like a two-hour movie. Unnecessary. I'll give you five minutes past 90 minutes. You can go 95 minutes. The five extra minutes is for having eight stories. But I still want this movie wrapped up in almost an hour and a half. It's going to suck either way. So just, just, you know, just cut it. <laughs> snip, snip. 90 minutes. <laughs> Half hour. Fuck's sake. I don't even know where to start. There's so many fucking, I. <laughs> so here's the deal. Hillary Swank is in charge of the ball drop. And there's all kinds of nonsense going on within this ball drop. She's afraid of heights. She has to be carried up to the platform where the ball is. She's apparently good friends with Ludacris, not the man, but his character who plays a cop. They know each other well. Then the ball, they're preparing for the ball trying to get it up and it the lights short out. Yeah. Right? So that's one whole storyline. Also, one of my biggest grievances, I wrote down, I'm sorry, they're testing confetti? When she has them just throwing confetti over the side? Stupid. How, why would you have to test confetti? It's trash. Are we not sure whether or not trash. that tissue paper will still float? I think I think we can safely assume it will. But that's just me. Also, album title, Testing Confetti. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you have that storyline. Then Josh Duhamel is the only witness at a wedding for two people who tells him that he should, you know, settle down and stop having plenty of sex with, you know, no consequences with everyone and everyone who just throws themselves at him. It's a tough life. Definitely give it up. He's uber rich, but also major grievance, that whole car crash thing. Stupid. Like, I didn't need any of that. You could have just introduced him as a guy from a rich, uh, you know, a rich family. Boom, done. He didn't need he didn't need to start his story out in the fucking sticks. No. Right. What if he was in the city and had more pressure from his mom to take on the mantle of Yeah. His father, blah 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 blah. As opposed to just being separated by being in New Jersey or wherever the fuck he was. Being laughed at by Larry Miller. Larry Miller, common player in Gary Marshall films. Which you would know if you knew who Gary Marshall was. Yeah. I mean, I recognize Gary Marshall, but I didn't know that that was his name. Peppy and Cheap. <laughs> Peppy and Cheap. That should be it. You know what should words I like? Peppy and Cheap. I think that would have been better if he... Yeah, you he know, didn't need to start... If you had actual conflict other than, I just need to get to New York because my car is crashed. Yeah, and then, like, they get stuck in traffic, and he's in the RV with the people that pick him up, and he's like, he's worried he has to get there on time, but 
he wasn't going to meet the mystery girl right away anyway. He still had to get to his mom's party. Yeah. So, I... Well. He got to do everything. He got to make his speech, do the thing, and then go to the secret meeting place. Yeah. Dumb. So, so you got that. Dumb. Now, what about Katherine Heigl and John Bon Jovi? Playing John Bon Jovi, not as John Bon Jovi. What's his as character's name? Jensen. Jensen. I don't remember his last name. Daniel. Just, Daniel Jensen. I think it was just one name. Isn't he just Jensen? Well, she calls him Daniel. Oh, okay. So I think Jensen's his last name. If um, you say so. You know, Katherine Heigl's not... It's not my personal favorite. I don't particularly enjoy the movies that she's in. So I've seen I... her be good. Okay. I like Knocked Up. Again, pregnant movie. I can't. That's not for me. <laughs> so I don't deny that people enjoyed that movie and thought it was funny. I just can't do it. No. All right. Um, yeah, she's not my favorite, so I'll just leave it at that. I also yeah, never I'm watched just... Grey's Anatomy, so I don't know if she was good in that. She was. Oh, I believe you. When that show first started, it was so good. I can't believe it's still on. Jill fucking loves Grey's Anatomy. Man. Loves it. That show stopped being good 15 years ago. Nobody needs to go. Time. Nobody needs to be on a show that long. Just it's you. okay to say goodbye. Say goodbye, end it. It's fine. I mean, how are you going to end that show? At this point, they're going to have to. I don't know. Have a nuclear bomb. Befall the hospital. Everybody dies. That sounds like. I bet you they've probably already done it. It's that. like the level of drama I think they're currently going for within the show. <laughs> yeah, I can't uh, can't get on board. It's ER or bust, okay? It's just ER. Yeah, but that's another show. So good when it first started. Went way too, too long. long. Too way long. too long. Uh, sorry, I was moving on. It's fine. We got it, yeah. We got eight stories to get through. <laughs> well, let's talk about Zac Efron and Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. So essentially. She's pathetic. <laughs> she's in a job she hates. Yeah. She's a she's a wah wah. Oh, totally. As you might say. Yeah. John Lithgow is her boss and a magnificent asshole. What a He's dick. Horrible. He writes her the bonus check and she's like. Uh, how am I supposed to go on vacation with this? He's like, I guess you're going to Staten Island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which made me think, I think it was like uh, 50 bucks. A hundred bucks. That's what I yeah. thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she quits and she's written out a New Year's resolution list that she wants to complete by the end of the day. She had randomly met Zac Efron because he was delivering something. And because he's a message delivery person, he goes unnoticed and he points that out to her. And then she calls him back to take care of this list throughout the day yeah. and just encourages him to use his imagination. But she doesn't encourage him. She acts like a fucking brat about it. He's like, this is impossible. You want to save a life? He's like, what? You want to go to Bali? This is impossible. She's like, we'll use your imagination. Bitch, step back a second. Oh, I don't know that she was that angry. She wasn't angry, but she was... Like, there was this, this sense of entitlement. Or like, well, I hired you through for the day. Like, use your imagination. All, all of a sudden, it's my fucking problem? You're the one who can't get their fucking life together, ma'am. First and first mostlys, let's go to the salon. You're stunning. Let's make you look stunning. Also, let's fix your fucking attitude. Oh, God. That shit, I did not like it. I was like, nope, I'm writing your ass off. Wow. Pa, pa, swing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got out of it. <laughs> I didn't anyway. write down lots of angry notes. I wrote down, pa, pa, swing. 
Actually, I didn't write down anything that I just said. I just remembered that I did not like that moment. And I felt that that moment spoke volumes about her character. All right. Good for Zach for just putting up with her ass for the day. That's a selfless good deed. Well, they do have that moment where he's like, yeah, I've got this sad sack, something or other. I forget what he says, but then she wants to quit the whole thing because she overheard the conversation. Uh, truth hurts. Yeah. Yeah. But he goes and gets her back, Chu. Yeah. Come on, let's do it. Nothing a weak-ass apology can't fix. <laughs> this is a... <laughs> the... I'm sorry the Ooh. truth hurt your feelings. Yeah. Which is this not is an a, apology this at is all. A, this is a Christmas time movie that has been a theme for us <laughs> over the last few. It's fine. Just movies. apologize. All's forgiven. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's fantastic. All right. Well, what about uh, the pregnancy battle? God, gross. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. Agreed. If you're that concerned. Ugh. If you're that concerned about trying to win, what was it, $25,000 or something? Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't be having a fucking kid. Or maybe you should be having that kid at home in the bathtub. <laughs> like, stop. You gotta stop. To wear a condom. <laughs> or fix your pull-out game. Anything. But if you're that, if you're really trying to like bet the birth of your child because you need $25,000, I got to tell you, you're not going about it the right way. You're doing it all wrong. Hey, Seth Meyers learned his lesson. Yeah, but only because he feels bad because the other guy already has two kids and they have another one on the way. I don't believe for a second that that couple would have actually said... Oh, no. Okay, ours was at 105. If yours was yeah. at 104, they'd have taken the money. Absolutely. No, ours was at 102. Suck on that, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was nothing in this movie to show that that couple had earned that, or certainly that the Seth Meyers character had grown enough to give up the 25 grand. Yeah, no, they were terrible. Terrible. Also, what is a charm school? Charm school, Chew. Learn how to sit. Oh, maybe, like maybe not be so cotillion. fucking profane all the time, asshole. Uh, cotillion <laughs> is what it's called, <laughs> and I did not go to cotillion. They wouldn't admit you. Nope. <laughs> I'm I would fucking not here. Been able to Get stop out. Stop swearing. <laughs> Where's the booze and the cigarettes? <laughs> Ma'am, <laughs> for the last time, there's no booze. And please stop slouching. <laughs> <laughs> You'd at least get the part right where you're not putting your, uh, what did we talk about? And this means war when she has her feet up on the kitchen counter. That's disgusting. Yeah, you wouldn't do that. I also don't eat with my mouth open. Like a fucking psycho. Or stir coffee with the back of your fork. There's lots of things I know how to do, but plenty of other things I refuse to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. All right. Uh, you know what? We're like halfway through the stories. Why don't we take a break? Uh, well, I, that's, we're on poor. On poor? We're on par. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. So many things. We're gonna get you a drink and then we'll come right back. How about that? Yeah. Alright. We'll be right back. Does the coronavirus have you feeling oogie? Have you been sitting on your couch for weeks? Nay, have you been sitting on there for months? Well, it's time for you to get back in shape. Check out 2 a T Fitness. You can find them on Instagram. You can find them on Facebook. 2 a T Fitness was started by Tina Bernard. She is ready and raring to go to help you get back into the shape you want to get into. They've got all kinds of classes. They've got outdoor in-person classes. They've got online classes if that's what you prefer. 
Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get back in shape. You're going to find a variety of exercises. You're going to have strength training, cardio, weightlifting, even fun five-minute burnouts that will push you to your limits. So get off the couch, get into shape. Go ahead and check out Tua T Fitness. Tina Bernard has got you for all your needs. I know her personally. She's fantastic. You're not going to meet a better person to help you become the new you. Check it out. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Lady Chu and I are here, trying desperately to get to the end of the finish line for New Year's Eve, the 2011 film with 700 stories. Ba ba swing. <laughs> I'm never gonna stop. Okay, so we've went over Hillary Swank, mm-hmm. uh, the pregnant story, Josh Demel. Uh, and Heigl. And Heigl. So we have four more. We have Sarah Jessica Parker and her daughter. I don't even need okay. to say much about that story. I don't know why that story's so high up on your list. It just seemed realistic. That, you know, 15-year-old wants to go hang out with her friends, has this chance to, like, kiss the boy she really likes. And her mom's like, no, yeah, her like, mom let's should be stop together. being a dick. Why can't her mom just go find another mom to chaperone with me like hey you want to chaperone these kids together we can hang out instead of that one creepy woman who's always spying on them the entire it's like a runner throughout the movie where this woman is watching the kids everywhere they go like a creeper and they know it yeah yeah and they're like hey she's been you know she's with us but it's fine and also the other thing about that story i really hated was this whole you know boyfriend cheat kiss nonsense the cheating that was not a cheating yeah first of all the guy's a the kid's a douche total douche canoe uh (laughs) you know she (laughs) you know then then this other girl like steals a kiss from the kid and then they meet up later in the diner and he apologizes he's like no no it's not then he forces a kiss on her though Forces a kiss in the server station. I can tell you right now, if anybody walks into the get server the fuck station, out of here. I'm gonna, get, what are you doing? Buzz off. <laughs> you got fucking non-slips on? I doubtful. Get out of here. Heard. Uh, she should not have kissed him or allowed him to kiss her. Well, that's my point. She didn't have a choice in the matter. There's no permission asked. He just she thrust that, that shit on her. 2011. And teenage boys are allowed to say, what you really want is to get kissed. Come here. Is that what he said? Well, internally. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, ooh, that's a, the biggest of red flags. <laughs> oh, so you're telling me what I want now. Okay. God, awesome. I need my mom. Yeah. <laughs> I got to call my mom real fast. Uh, well, I'm not even going to worry about those two because it's never going to last. Never. Okay? It's going to last two weeks. It's going to last. I My question is, is it going to last longer than Sarah, Je- Sarah Jessica Parker with Duhamel? Debatable. They don't belong together. They don't. He's a good fit also, for, for Hillary. Yeah. Also, Sarah Jessica Parker wanted to stay in with her daughter. But made no fucking mention, oh, hey, like right after the ball drops, I have to fly across town and meet up with some stranger that I met a year ago. Yeah, but at some point she's talking on the phone with somebody. Was it a family member? Her brother. She's talking to Zach Zach Efron. Efron. Yeah. Yeah. And he says, hey, don't you have an appointment? Mm. Yeah. So he convinces her. uh, See, but that's what I mean. They're just trying to keep this weak thing so that storyline's weak. Yeah. So that there's a justification for the fake out later when he and Hillary Swank pass each other in front of the clock. Yeah. Because she's running to another storyline, Robert De Niro dying. Yeah. And Hillary Swank and Alyssa Milano and Carrie Elwes are nurses and doctor trying to tell him, you know. We could probably keep you alive. Yeah. 
He like he accepts no chemo, no treatment, nothing for his cancer. He's just all I want to do is see the I laughed out loud when the justification for him just trying to make it to bit. He's like, I just want to see that ball drop one more time. I thought, oh, New Year's Eve. Now, nobody dying of cancer cares about the ball drop. Nobody. No, I'm not dying of cancer and I don't care. Yeah. And no father and daughter care that much about the ball drop. No. I don't believe it. If you really cared about your daughter, wouldn't you want just a little extra time to make up for all the stupid shit yeah, you probably I need, did? But I'm not a New Yorker. I need some New Yorkers to contact us, Chew. Do New Yorkers really care that much about the ball drop? I don't think so. Handing it down from father to daughter. I was just in New York, and when you pass people on the street, there isn't like that West Coast, like, you give like the mm, smile thing oh, no, to no, strangers. No, 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 no. That doesn't yeah. happen. They are straightforward people, all fucking business. Thoroughly appreciate it. They don't care. <laughs> they can't possibly care about the ball dropping. <laughs> they are matter of fact people. <laughs> I think that's might where I belong. Yeah, you'd fit right in. Yeah. They're not like mean on purpose, but I feel like, you know, it's like tough love. Mm -hmm. They don't care about the ball. Mm -mm. I don't know. Have we talked about all these stories? Oh, we missed the elevator. I think that's the only story we haven't talked about yet. Yeah. I did not. Major grievance. I had a major grievance for Ashton Kutcher's attempt at physical comedy having a tinsel fight with the decorations Huge, in his hallway. Giant fucking grievance. <laughs> I didn't like his tinsel fight. I did not believe that acting. Mm-hmm. It was... It's like he was uncomfortable. I have a grievance here that says, does anyone understand funny? Not Gary. Not Gary. <laughs> How dare you? Don't begrudge Gary. He's one of the comedic geniuses. Peppy and cheap. The only thing cheap in this movie was the humor. Just. <laughs> oh, wow. Flat. Okay. So anyway. There's so much singing. She's singing in the elevator. Yeah. At the same time Bon Jovi's singing. Yeah, I didn't like that. Have a little faith when because uh, they're stuck in this elevator for hours and hours and hours. Nobody even. Nobody's tried to use the elevator. Yeah, exactly. For that. Nobody's okay. made an attempt. Nobody's walking upstairs. Nobody's calling. Of course, he can't have cell phone service so that they're trapped in this elevator. At one point, one of them has a line. I can't believe we've been stuck in this elevator for so long. I said, yeah, me either. <laughs> Because it's unbelievable. Just like both of their acting was just subpar. She's like yelling for help. 5B, 5B. Ma'am, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Who are you yelling to? I don't, I think, I think you're confusing acting for panicking. I think. Well, I hated I, them both. I think you saw a, a panic <laughs> and you're being mean. Because you That's don't like fair, the panic. Actually, that might have been what that was. Yeah. What else did I have here? Oh, uh, in terms of those two in the elevator, I don't believe for a second that they would fall in love. Absolutely not. They're not in love. They're gonna fuck. They're also neighbors, so they're. Inevitably, they're going to break up, and it's going to be awkward because they live right next door to each other. <laughs> they're only going to fuck for, like, six weeks. Not even that. Did you notice? Sorry, I'm moving on. That's fine. <laughs> I'll just agree to everything you said and move on. Did you notice when Matthew Broderick makes an appearance, He is his character's name is Mr. Bullerton? He's a dick. As in like Bueller? Oh. Ferris grows up and he's kind of an asshole. He was a good asshole, though. 
acting wise. I believed his assholery. I remember thinking, ooh, I think I'd like to see Matthew Broderick as a legitimate asshole. Not like an accidental asshole like Deck the Halls, where the movie right, is like not... a true, like, yeah. he, I think he was kind of evil. I'd like, yeah, I'd like the movie to know that he's an asshole. And Deck the Halls, he's an asshole, but the movie doesn't know it. Right. Yeah. What about the bloopers at the end? Yay or nay? They funny. I didn't believe that anybody was having fun. <laughs> and like Michelle Pfeiffer pretending to dance uncomfortably uh, was painful in and of itself. I liked them dancing together. I did think it was a little funny. <laughs> Made me uncomfy. Ba ba swing. <laughs> I don't know. Um, That's about it, isn't it? I'll, I yeah. I want to know if Common died. I'm sure he did. Yeah. Oh, I believe that they would make they would they look good together. Halle Berry and Common. Oh yeah. Come on. They could, they could get it. I sound like such a fucking creep. Ugh, I hate myself. Sorry, Hallie. Sorry, Common. <laughs> I am so sorry. Uh, I mean, yeah, so wrapping everybody up, uh, Bon Jovi and Katherine Heigl uh, get back work. together. Yeah, they're going to make it work. Um Josh Demel and Sarah Jessica Parker evident, evidently a match made in heaven, but I don't believe that for a second. No, because he and, should be with Hillary Swank. Yeah. Uh, Hillary Swank Watch his is dad a, die. an orphan now, an adult orphan. And Ashton Kutcher and Leah Michelle Happily ever are going to hook up for a few weeks. And Zach and Michelle. Oh. I think are just going to be friends. Nah, but they might have sex once. He's gonna, you know what? He's going to give her the most mind-blowing sex, yeah. and he's going to be like, there you go, like, off to a great year, no strings attached, and she be like, no, I'm in love. I'm in love now, because I've never had sex before. And then she murders him. <laughs> <laughs> and then that should dead be body the sequel to this movie. How every story in this movie goes dark. <laughs> Common, I would dead. watch that. Hillary Swank, yeah. Blames the nurses. Kills them all. Uh, <laughs> Ashton Kutcher. Like you said, she tries to break up with him. He dismembers her. Yeah. Just on and on and on. Michelle Pfeiffer murders Zach Efron. Love it. Oh, let's watch. Let's. You and I are going to. We're going to write the horror movie sequel to New Year's <laughs> Eve. Can you get a hold of Gary? Just let him know what we're doing. Gary's gone. Oh, I didn't know that. Sorry, Gary. Yeah. The man was a bear. fucking towering genius, Chew. Okay? Well, I believe you. I liked a lot of the movies he's done. All right. So long I as... I do have problems with some of the other movies he's done. <laughs> I.e. this one. <laughs> uh, is that it? I suppose, I guess the... The real question is, uh, what lesson? What's the lesson, Chew? Oh. Oh, the lesson. Just, it's a new year, new you. Everything you did in the past holds no weight. Doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> Second chances, everybody. Just tell yourself you're going to change, but really you're not. You're just going to keep doing the same old shit. And then come January 1st, it's like it never fucking happened. Heard. Love it. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, good luck to the two of us on this one. What, Lady Chu, is your drinking game for New Year's Eve? I have an option of three. Mm. First one is every time the one cop says, make a hole, people, make a hole. <laughs> he says it at least three times. Okay. So I don't like three shots. I don't know. Might not be right. I think it's on the lower end for two hours. Um, anytime that there is a 
full-length performance. A no, musical oh, yeah. performance. A song. A song that nobody fucking needed. I think there's three. Again, kind See, of on the, the low end for two hours. the problem with this movie, though. It's like you either, you either have two or three drinks or 73 drinks. Yeah. So my third one, which is a lot, is anytime there's a big time actor who plays a very, very, very small part. Oh, who's not ah, a part of the big story. That was is the that one, yours? Yeah. Because <laughs> th- that was the only one I could think of where like an hour and 20 in, I'm like, Alyssa Milano. What? Yeah. Yeah, you got John Lithgow, you got Alyssa right. Milano, you got Matthew Broderick, um, Ryan Seacrest, sure. Yeah. Uh, even um, Kaminsky, you know. Hector you can, Elizondo, hello. Yeah. Uh, even Ludacris, Common. Right. Like, you're plastered. No, but I think it's a good amount. That's why I, that's why I, damn it. So wait, what if you combined your other two? Okay, and make I get, a whole do I song, do I get to keep like mine? Six. I don't want to think of another one. <laughs> I really liked just mine. Put, just put all three of them, and then the one you know, and then uh, Pangle can vote, can tell us which one is his favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Pangle, you got an option of three. There you go. I don't know what would be the last like. Uh, Oh, I was so happy with mine because it was the only thing I... It's a good one. Yeah. Because that... Ask pa- the, the only Sorry. other thing I thought of was you pick one story and every time that story comes up, drink. Oh, that's a good one. So that was the only other thing I came up with. So every time Zac Efron and Michelle Pfeiffer, we go back to their story, that kind of thing. Yeah. Pick a story, a drink on that story. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything left for you? Nope. Very good then. Did that... you make any uh, New Year's resolutions? Yeah. I'm going to be uh, just as terrible. I'm, I love it. <laughs> I'm not changing a thing. I'm not either. <laughs> Look at us. Look at us growing and not changing. <laughs> uh, the only other one is to, uh, I bought a new can opener. What are you going to do with it? Not mangle myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> when I open cans. <laughs> Got it. Still dealing like, with what? my severe injury. Like, what weird shit could you possibly be trying to do with a can opener? Just opening cans without in- hurting myself. That's all I want. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we need to know what you think of the genius Gary Marshall's low bar comedy new year's eve not his best probably not his worst Ooh. because i mean i mentioned some movies i'm gonna make you watch exit to eden no yeah someday he directed frankie and johnny too based on a stage play michelle pfeiffer again with pacino anyway that's enough for New Year's Eve. You got to tell us what you think. Do you love New Year's Eve? Please tell me why. <laughs> we want to know. Please. Gosh. I that deserves an explanation. At Valentine's Day, we'll have to do Valentine's Day. Oh, fun. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds fun now. It's not going to be fun later. No. And then we'll do Mother's Day on Mother's Day. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's the appropriate response. (laughs) Let us know, everyone, what you think. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Send us an email to everything. Damn it. (laughs) What show are you on? (laughs) 
I was recording the other day for the Everything Sequel podcast, damn it. Send us an email to the How Dare You podcast at gmail.com for Lady Chu of Tua T Fitness, Chance here of the How Dare You Awards. Say goodbye, Lady Chu. Ugh, bye, guys. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Gah. Uh, love you so much. Oh, yeah. Thanks a lot. If you if you were inspired enough to to watch New Year's Eve, we got nothing but love for you. <laughs> good luck. Godspeed. <laughs> All right. Good day, madam. Good day. That's a lot. So much. Pause for just a second. The air is on. Kill somebody. God damn it, Chew. Turn off. You goddamn bitch. Like, why does it shoot out with such ferocity? That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not just like a... It's like... Ah, fuck. I'm down. And it just turns into, like, this hard pressure... Duh. No jokes. <laughs> 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 <laughs>